Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hi Bethel, this is Rachel. I'm glad to be here with you today. We sat on hard plastic chairs outside the juvenile justice courtroom. She and I and the social worker. The walls were a dirty white, the only decor a few public health flyers. This wasn't our first time waiting here, but after two years, it would be our last. In a few moments, we'd enter the courtroom and she'd choose to sign an adoption agreement, confirming her daughter to be raised as mine. I was heavy with conflicting emotion. Even when it's what we say is the best case scenario, there is usually grief in adoption. She chatted about many things and then she looked at me and said, promise you'll never change her name. Her name means beautiful and I want her to know that she's beautiful. Please tell her often that she's beautiful. This mama who had walked a hard road, who had made some really tragic decisions, she still wanted good for her daughter, still wanted her to know that she had beauty and value. There is power in a name. And in today's reading, we see Jesus name an overlooked woman, calling one who is an outcast, one who is nearly hopeless. He calls her daughter. In Luke chapter 8, we come across a story with two miracles in one narrative. Here's a side note. You probably remember reading this story not long ago in Mark chapter 5 and earlier in Matthew chapter 9. As you read today, watch how in both miracles, Jesus' presence is part of, arguably the most important part of, the miracle. And consider how Jesus offers a more complete picture of himself through these miracles. He has previously shown that he can drive out demons, that the wind and the waves, they obey him. And now he's going to reveal that even death bows at his name. We'll focus today on a small interruption in the midst of the journey to Hilgira's daughter. After healing the demon-possessed man, Jesus heads back and the crowds welcome him. Jairus, a leader in the synagogue, approaches and pleads with him to come and heal his 12-year-old daughter. While Jesus is going, he senses his power has departed and he stops, asking who has touched him. And Peter's like, um, there are a ton of people surrounding you. How can you even tell? But then a woman approaches, trembling, and she falls at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she declared the reason she had touched him and how she was instantly healed. She had been suffering from bleeding for 12 years. She had spent all she had on doctors, and none had healed her. Now recall Jairus' daughter. She's 12 years old. This woman who approaches has been suffering since the time Jairus' daughter had been born. We don't know how old she is now, but consider if she was 30 when the suffering started. She's now in her 40s. And why did she come alone? Wasn't there a friend or family member to bring her to Jesus? But you see, at that time, her bleeding would have made her ceremonially unclean. Anyone who touched her would have also been unclean. Twelve years of being untouched. This also stopped her from being able to worship in the synagogue. For more than a decade, this woman had been an outcast. Notice how Jesus responds. He doesn't rebuke her for interrupting his walk with Jairus, who was, after all, the synagogue leader. And her uncleanness doesn't make him unclean. He heals her. Now, Jesus could have allowed the physical healing and kept on his way to the church leader's house, but he doesn't. He stops. 
he calls to her and then he names her. Daughter, he says to her, your faith has saved you. This is the only time Jesus uses daughter as a name rather than just as a descriptor of your place in the family. I imagine how that must have felt to this dear woman who had been suffering, who had been isolated, who had been nearly hopeless. And now she is called, she is named daughter, she is seen and welcomed. She had enough hope to make her way quietly by herself to the hem of Jesus' robe. And Jesus met her there. He met her physical need, but he also offered her more than she had hoped for. He called her daughter. I don't know what her given name was, but I do know there's no better name than being called a daughter or a son of Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, right where we are today, we come to you. We humble ourselves before you. We reach out for mercy, for healing, for strength, for forgiveness. Thank you that instead of turning us away, you welcome us. You call us sons and daughters. We are so very grateful. We love you. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.